How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, and it is Wednesday on the show, and you know what that means? We got a lot to talk about today. Dynamite is tonight. We have five segments announced for the show, including, I swear to God, Tony Khan has an important announcement. At this point, this should just be an expected weekly segment. He has an important announcement tonight. So uh, we'll talk about that and all of the other matches and such announced for the show. Got an update on Brian Danielson. So yesterday I said that I wasn't sure that he had had surgery yet. Well, he has now had surgery, so he's going to be out quite a while for his broken orbital bone. We'll tell you about that. And then we've got uh, some other updates from AW as well, including the Hollywood Reporter today. Next action hero, meet the new generation of ass-kicking movie stars. Who from AEW was listed in this group? We'll tell you about that. Raw ratings from Monday night. Ric Flair is set to help Sting ride into the sunset. Matt Riddle's first post-WWE match has been announced. And wait till you hear who he's teaming with. And, of course, last night was everybody's favorite program. NXT Halloween Havoc Night 2. And uh, the highs and lows of NXT last night. It was actually a good show. In fact, the low has nothing to do with the actual content of the show itself. But I will tell you about that later on today as well. If you want to text us, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. I am on threads, kind of. I am on Instagram. I posted today, actually. And I am on Cameo. All of those, F4W Online. And on the old Axe, I'm at Brian Alvarez. So follow me there. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Hey, you. The one on the couch you just told your friend you can't go out because you're busy? 
Ready to get real about your psoriasis? When your current treatments don't do enough to help control the inflammation beneath the skin, causing plaques and pain, stressing and scratching, it's time to stop hiding and get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539-800-433-0539-800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800 293 0328 Here's former Arizona law enforcement officer, Joby Dickinson. Our southern border faces serious problems, and a proposed ban on menthol cigarettes would make them worse. Cartels have smuggled illegal drugs like fentanyl for years. Adding menthol cigarettes to their list of products puts more money in their pockets. Stronger cartels make for a weaker America. Oppose the federal menthol ban. Sponsored by the Border Security Alliance. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Mike on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. And we got a lot to talk about here today, including tonight's AEW Dynamite, where we have got a lot of things happening here, including Orange Cassidy defending the... International title against Claudio Castagnoli, who is very angry that Brian Danielson got his orbital bone broken. And in storyline, they don't know if it was the Orange Punch or the Rainmaker. In reality, it was neither. But since Claudio does not know, he is going to take out his anger on both Orange Cassidy and on Okada at some point, maybe. Then we have got the women's title on the line, Hikaru Shida versus Willow Nightingale for the belt. MGF and three partners 
will be facing Jay White, Juice Robinson, and the Guns. Perhaps one of them will be our own Sean Garrett, who is currently one half of the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Kenny Omega teams with Chris Jericho against Matt Menard and Angelo Parker. And yes, yes, Tony Khan will make an important announcement. What could that possibly be? The holidays are approaching, he says. There's an important announcement to be made. Set your clocks back Sunday, maybe? I don't know. We'll find out tonight. Are you right over there? Yeah, why? The beginning of the show, Mike has nothing to say. No thoughts what on the lineup to tonight? Say? Well, I don't know. Tell me about the lineup tonight. His important announcement. I, I love that. But uh, Orange Cassidy and Claudio is interesting to me because... The brand new edition of the Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare is available for subscribers of the site. And we were speculating last night since it seemed like Danielson and Okada was a natural match to make for the Tokyo Dome on January 4th. If Claudio is the one that now fills that void and if he's very upset and wants some revenge... Well, you got a pay-per-view coming up for AEW, and you got certainly the Dome Show coming up, so we'll see how that goes. I knew you'd have something to say. I do. Brian Danielson did have surgery for his broken orbital bone, and uh, Tony Schiavone revealed on today's AEW Control Center that he has now had his surgery. And he's expected to be out until, quote, later in the year, which would mean that, well, if he's back later this year, that means he could do the Tokyo Dome show, which would be January 4th of next year. Hmm. And it will, I guess, come down to whether he can make it or not, whether they uh, go with Okada and Danielson, or I guess they could do that Okada-Claudio match. But obviously, Brian Danielson really wants that match. And if you watch the way that everything has gone with these guys, clearly the idea was that he was going to get that match at the Tokyo Dome. Well, but, there there is a asterisk there in that they do do the second night do the do do the second night of the Tokyo Dome or not the second night of the Tokyo Dome, but the second night of Wrestle Kingdom they've done with in in conjunction with Noah later on in the month. So that probably is going to continue. So to me, with him getting the surgery. I know he would want to do it at the Dome. I get that. But, again, it's not like they're not going to ever not run the Dome again or he's not going to have a chance to work the Dome. He could do it next year as well, too, as long as he can stay in one piece. But he can have that match with Okada later on in the month if if you so chose. I wouldn't be rushing back from this. I'd still like to know how he was actually cleared to go out there on Wednesday if he suffered this injury on Saturday. They checked him out, and this is what it was. Unless he just didn't sell it the entire time, didn't tell the doctors anything, that he was hurt on Saturday. But that's tough for me to believe that nobody knew that going into Wednesday night. We've got, uh, man, people here, this announcement deal. It's ridiculous. It's kind of become a parody of itself, you know. It has. I think some of the thing here is like, you know, semantics. Like uh, DJ said he hasn't done an announcement for months. Actually, he did an announcement last week. They didn't label it a big announcement, but last week it was, Tony Khan has a big surprise for Sting. That's the exact same thing. Now, granted, the surprise was a living human. It was a gift, I guess he said it was going to be. 
He gifted him a man is what happened. But still, it was like, we got a big announcement. I made a joke to Jeff Hawkins that day that I wonder, hopefully, because Tony loves HBO. He loves his movies. He loves all that sort of stuff. And you can see it weaving into the show. I was hoping he had not seen the toy because, boy, you know, after all that MJF controversy with Juice, I can imagine what that would bring. And obviously that didn't happen. But he did actually gift him a man in Ric Flair who, is he going to be there tonight? Or are we going to see Flair again? Ric Flair I mean, and what, Sting what, have not been announced for tonight, but that does not mean that they will not be there. Will we get some sort of vignettes then? What is Ric Flair doing for Sting? He's, he's riding into the sunset with him. Somebody notes here, he had an announcement uh, a couple of weeks ago, Title Tuesday. It was the toy donation. So, yes, there have been a lot of announcements. They have been phrased different ways, an announcement, a gift. But it's like, you know, regularly, Tony Khan has some big announcement or a big surprise or a gift or an announcement. This is this is not like it's no. a rare it's, thing. It's become part of his bit. And, you know, the it gets attention. We're talking about it now. That graphic goes up on Twitter in different places. But it does, you know, regardless. I mean, it's relatively harmless in, in, in overall. But if he does have an important announcement to make, you know, or something that is earth moving that all of a sudden, no, Randy Orton's not coming back there. He's coming here or whatever it is. It does dampen that, you know, as far as the anticipation leading into it, when you have so many of these important announcements, you know, being advertised for the show that tend not to be really all that important in the long run. I cannot believe how angry this is making people. I know, Can I know, somebody do me a favor? Just go back without getting angry. Yes, you do understand go back why they're and, so upset. And find Ratings. out the the uh you know, the announcements that he has announced or announced that there's gonna be an announcement since uh what is it now? November first? Since August first. Just email it to me. If there are none, that's fine. But I, I find it impossible to believe that there have been very few because it seems like a weekly thing. If it's not fine. But like somebody can uh can People do this. Spend how much time fighting about ratings? You 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 know you're not surprised by any of. This. I don't write down all of the announcements, but I feel like almost on a weekly basis that is one of the things for the show. Now the Hollywood Reporter today had a story: next action hero meets the new generation of ass kicking movie stars. Do you know who is listed, Mike? Do you know the answer? No, I don't. Who? Which? AEW star mm-hmm. was listed by the Hollywood Reporter as one of the possible new generation ass-kicking movie stars. Anybody know? I'll say MJF just because he's got the appearance in the Von Erichs movie. Dwayne Johnson, John Cena, and Dave Bautista have helped mark out a very well-trodden and star-studded path from wrestling ring to action film set. At 27, Maxwell Jacob Friedman... Better known as MJF, the all-elite wrestling champion, who's seemingly naturally villainous and always entertaining ringside persona, has seen him become a firm fan favorite as he so-called people scumbag. Did could, he write this? Could well be, he might have, be the next to make the journey, and will soon be seen opposite Zach Efron in A24's whatever upcoming wrestling drama, The Iron Claw. Who's MJF play? Flair? No, Lance Von Erich, if you can oh, believe it. Yeah, that's right. I don't know how he doesn't look anything Who like Who plays him. Flair? Oh, I forget the guy's name. I forget. They got Brody in there. They got a guy playing Brody. I'm not sure who does that. But, yeah, they, you know. 
<laughs> who's uh, who's who's playing Ric Flair? Somebody somebody get me the cast for this movie. I need to I, know. I've got it, I need Brian. Aaron you got Dean it? Eisenberg is playing Ric Flair. Dean go. Eisenberg. Aaron Dean. Aaron Dean Eisenberg. What would we know this man? Yeah, who from? the heck is this guy? Uh, no, he's not a huge name. Uh, Doors, The Deuce, Public Morals, Joe Pickett, and Box of Shadows are his top build uh, films. I've never heard of any of those. Well, does, does he have a Wikipedia? Because I can't even find that. Perhaps no, it'd be great. I pulled up hope, just yeah, now from IMDb. Breakout performance for this man. This guy so might... we do know who he is. And All right, I'll be back. I'm going to find out more about this Aaron Dean Eisenberg who's playing Ric Flair. Back in a moment, Observer Live. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call. And learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. 800 800-211-6008. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts. And you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van, 
van or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. The more I think about this movie, the more I'm just baffled. So MJF is playing Lance Von Erich? Lance Von Erich, the fake cousin. Uh, was it Ricky Vaughn from the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, Lance. He's playing Lance Von Erich. And this fella, Aaron Dean Eisenberg, who looks absolutely nothing like Ric Flair, well, is playing Ric Flair. Yeah. I will reserve judgment because I have not, not seen the movie yet. Maybe he'll be great. We'll see how much talent MJF has because he has got so much charisma and personality that just... Well, that's exu- my point. My gut is he should play Flair. Say so he exudes that, yet Lance Von Erich had none of that. Had a much better physique. No offense, MJF. I mean, as far as the bodybuilding well, he look was just that different. look in the 80s. Just- I guess it was a slimmer type of look, I guess, and everything. But, I mean, that's the only thing that he had going for him was <laughs> that look. I would not look at uh, MJF and say that he does not have a good physique. No, he but was it was not I, as know, lean. It was, it, that's it. He it wasn't was a, as spindly. A dip. Well, I don't know about sp- Lance Von Erich. Maybe spindly is the wrong word. Yeah, I mean, look, it was just it was a different body type. It was a different era. You know, again, he looked more like a bodybuilder. MJF looks more like well, a wrestler, to be honest with you. So, Lance Von Erich. Lance eh, Von Erich. I think MJF's got a much better physique than old Lance. I mean, Carrie, that guy definitely. Oh, Carrie like a, was incredible. Builder, and you want to talk about charisma? And again, I know. Look, people are going to be watching that movie and probably have a lot of questions, and I'm sure they're going to take a lot well, of. I got questions license. now. Well, it's like, and I don't know how much you know they're going to do an HBO Winning Time type of thing. Well, they'll change dates and all that sort of stuff. It'll be interesting to see how much dramatic license that they take, but. One thing about Carrie Von Erich at that time was, I mean, in a magnetic personality. I mean, for all the dumb jock stuff and all that's true, but it worked wonders for people that didn't even like wrestling. Women that didn't like wrestling loved Carrie Von Erich because of the body and just the charisma. The you know, and, and again, no per- to me, not a lot of personality, but an incredible amount of charisma. Mm. Well, we'll see. I'll have to get in line for this one. Did you see the trailer for it? I'll have to get a ticket to my local movie theater. That's what they call those, yeah. yeah. Did you see the trailer? No, not yet. Excellent. I'll go it does look, look at sharp. It, it does. I'll, maybe I'll watch it during the break here. Do that. Where do I find it? On YouTube, probably. Let's, let's check the tube. Hmm. Let's see. Someone's probably going to send me 85 links. You know what? If this uh, is successful and we continue to talk about the movie, there will be no NXT review, which will. No, there will. Are you kidding me? I am a professional. You don't think I can do all of this? All right, there's the Iron Claw trailer. I'm going to watch this thing here during the break. We don't want you to during the break here. No one, no one. Listen, I I know we got people that don't want to hear about NXT, but I mean, 
Don't don't get me started on that poll last week that was supposed to humiliate me and uh, ended up with a lot of people admitting that they actually like NXT. Now, I will say, I'll get my, my real anger out of the way first. Would you get Tim to give them all 20 bucks? All right, listen. I know there's been talk about, is Shawn Michaels going to win Booker of the Year? The answer is, I do not think Shawn Michaels is going to win Booker of the Year, okay? Do I think he's actually going to fare, you know, well? I think he'll probably be in the top five. I don't think he's going to win. Yeah. But I'll tell you what's taken my vote away from him. What's that? If I watch one more NXT with a 14-minute overrun, I'm going to flip my lid. (laughs) Brother, and you know what? This goes for NXT, and this goes for AW lately, Dynamite and Collision. They've had a few of these. True. Bro, your show is fine at two hours. It doesn't need to be longer. No. Okay? Uh, dude, golly. Get it done. You get can't, it out, you get, can't it get your show done in two hours. I don't know what to tell you. And listen, I know, record the show afterwards, all this and that, whatever. I got YouTube TV, which never lets me down, except they never get these overruns right live. The overrun gets fixed later. So when I watch Dynamite on Wednesday night, the show ends, it goes, like, I don't see the last five minutes of the show, and uh, it's irritating. Yeah, I can figure out what airs afterwards, I don't know, but get your show done in two hours. This goes for everybody. I hated it during the Monday Night Wars. It's like there's nothing that necessitates your show going over two hours. Nothing, okay? No, unless you we get some sort of report that it's a business decision because NBC Universal is saying, man, hey, this is okay because you help us roll into whatever. Okay, I get it if it's business, but this just seems to be creative and a gimmick and a crutch that everybody is now leaning on where let's go seven minutes over, let's go 14 minutes over, for really no reason whatsoever, especially when there's a lot of filler on this show if you're watching it anyway. And it just makes you, if you're watching it later, again, want to just put your finger on the fast-forward button for a lot of segments, which defeats the purpose for the rest of the show. And he says, if you give them the overrun, why aren't they keeping the show? We don't know if they're keeping the show. Just because they, they did the SmackDown deal... And there was no mention of a Raw or NXT deal. Doesn't mean there's not going to be a Raw or NXT deal. I mean, my gut is that USA is going to keep NXT on the same night at the same time. But it has not been announced yet. And, yeah, 14 minutes was the overrun. And then the other funny thing about the show is, like, throughout the show, like, at the very beginning, Vic goes, limited commercial interruptions tonight. You're going to miss very little action. Hate that. And then a minute later, they went to a commercial. And I went, that was weird. And then it was like normal commercials all night. And then, you know, the main event starts, the Dragonov match. And uh, Vic goes, you're going to see all the action tonight. There's going to be, you know, and then he goes, we'll be right back. <laughs> like, so I think what they were, he, he was trying to put over that, like, I think every commercial was picture in picture. But it's like, that's every week. How is that all of a sudden new? Yeah. So I, I mean, don't that's know. that's an expected thing now in, in the course of watching wrestling and even sports to a, to a lesser degree where we'll have a progressive sponsored picture-in-picture picture on a game or something like that at some point during a change of innings or whatever it is. So, you know, I, again, it, the shows are, are long enough as it is unless it's a benefit, again, for the network that they are communicating with, then for me as a fan watching, no thanks. You know, uh, the other thing, too, I have to go back and look. I know. Anyway, 
So, uh, you know, Dynamite's done some overruns, and Collision has done some overruns. And uh, I got to say, let's see if I can find just uh, maybe last week's NXT. Because last week's NXT, because it was Halloween Havoc, they also had a, a ridiculously long overrun, which was very irritating to me. But, uh, you know, the idea behind an overrun is that people from the next show tune in, right? And so yeah. you do, like, this big extra number or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I seem to recall that this doesn't always happen. Like, there have been overruns that have been down from the uh, from the main show. Where am I looking here? Why is this well, so hard because, all of a sudden? Well, again, if there's not a show on that gets a, a tremendous number, I mean, it's not like they're followed by Below Deck. You know, they're fi- followed by something. You know, AEW's followed by Young Sheldon. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that gets a big influx of people. I, I, I don't know. But okay, well, here's just... one. Here's one. So last week, uh, October, this would be two weeks ago, uh, Dynamite had a five-minute overrun. And, you know, they did grow in that overrun, but they grew to the, the second lowest quarter of the evening. So, I mean, I guess at least it grew. I guess if you take that out, the overall number would have been... Actually, it probably would have been basically the same. So, you know, I think... It's just so artificial to me, though. It's like at the beginning of the show when people are like, oh, my God, from 8 to 8.15 or 9 to 9.15, a show dropped X amount of viewers. Well, if the show leading in is something that gets naturally more bigger ratings than wrestling anyway, it's like then really where you want to start is 8.15. And the same thing kind of for me goes with these overruns where it's like, are you just doing this manufacturing because you have been getting bumps and to try to balance out low quarters earlier in the show? It just, you know, it just it's a, it's a gimmick and a ploy here that, you know, as a fan, again, I'm not in advertising or the network or any of that sort of stuff. It doesn't benefit me as a viewer to have this stuff happen. And then this person, I like Dynamite having an overrun as long as it's not much more than five minutes, just so they don't rush off the air like they used to. Well, here's the thing with the overrun. Like, the overrun is your show better. Well, no, the overrun is not you get as much time as you want, okay? Uh, with the exception of, like, the last two weeks where, where NXT has done Halloween Havoc, NXT every week, every week, is two hours and nine minutes, okay? They don't get two hours and ten minutes. They don't get two hours and eleven minutes. Like, their overrun is nine minutes. And why So is you that? still have a hard out at 2.09, it's not like, you know, if you're not done at 2.09, you can go longer. Like, the, the normal overrun they are given is two hours and nine minutes. You still have a hard out. So if AEW is getting a hard out five minutes after the top of the hour, that's still a hard out. They're still going to have yeah. to rush if they don't hit the... So you you can hit your 10 o'clock. Everyone, you can hit your 10 o'clock. It happens... It's happened throughout history. You can hit your 10 o'clock. You don't need a, a long overrun that then you also have to hit. That's my point. Yeah, but here's the thing: if it's it's not beneficial to the network or to I'm sorry to the show though to have an overrun less than seven and a half, right? I thought that's how you truly get credit for that number. You know, whether Brandon, you know, again, I thought there was a big difference there when it comes to the Nielsen viewing and and how they count that. That you have to be over seven and a half, and then you can ter- take credit for that quarter. I don't know, but uh, I'm sick of overruns. That's my point. Me too. 
And Matt, yes, you're right, dude, on uh, on here, Michael Bubble 4422, Silk Stockings. Everything wrestling should always be followed by either La Femme Nikita or Silk Stockings. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Exergen thermometers are proven to be more accurate than non-contact thermometers. With children back at school, keeping them healthy is important. Clinical studies have proven that non-contact thermometers are inaccurate and can miss fevers. Accuracy matters. That's why the Exergen thermometer is trusted and used by medical professionals. Exergen thermometers are available at many fine retailers. Choose a trusted and accurate thermometer for personal use. Learn more about why accuracy matters. Available at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Hey y'all, this is Ronte, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the pimento cheese. I was like, go cheese, go pimento, go honey, go get it. Hi, this is Shantrice, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the mild spiciness of the pickled jalapenos. No, it's the crispy chicken. Actually, I can't decide. It's the entire sandwich. Order the Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back here on the show. Use it as fuel, boss God, man. Use it as fuel. So irritated for something unrelated to wrestling. 
Irritated enough, I'm ready for Mike to just do this NXT report. Oh man! But I, I don't I'm know if turn I can, this into talking about Crockett '86. I don't know if I can give sweet. it up. I don't know if oh. I can give it up. Can you do the this whole, report? Could you be a professional? No, you idiot. Are you kidding me? My whole thing will just be about the creeds and, and Garza, and, and, and that was fantastic. I could talk about that for the entire segment. I'd be happy doing that. Well, the creeds did uh, beat Angel and Umberto in the tables, ladders, and scares match. And, uh, God, this uh, Julius Creed. I cannot imagine getting called up to the main roster, getting a brand-new giant contract, and then going back the next day and falling on ladders. His back was just shredded. Well, let's say how he fell on ladders, too, where he just kind of slid on them, didn't fluff, land flat, just, oh, man. And both of those teams, I mean, took a lot of brutality in that. I mean, it was a hell of a, hell of a match. They had a very, very good match, and then Brutus knocked Gars off the top through a table outside. They hit the Brutus ball on Carrillo through a table, pinned him. Actually, they both climbed on top of the guy. The ref still counted, so he sucked as a ref. Didn't seem fair. And uh, so in the old days, like, you know, if the Creeds were leaving, they probably would have lost this match. But you can see that, like, the new the new way that they're doing this here is if you're a main roster person, you almost never do jobs on NXT. Like, Becky ended up putting over uh, Lyra. And I'm sure at the end of the day, like, uh, uh, Corbin is going to, you know, put over Elia. But, you know, they just brought the creeds up. They gave him the win over Alpha Academy. So, clearly, they didn't want to beat him here. So uh, They better be going on a winning streak then because what have you given Carrillo and Garza other than some scars and a some really heavily dramatic vignettes leading into those scars? I mean, they've gotten nothing else. Yes, this match was awesome. You can build off of that. But, like... What are we doing with those guys? They're really talented. They can work with everybody. You have so many guys there that are young on the come-up that you could use these guys' experience and have them be at the top of the division or at least in the mix up there. So I hope the Creed's going on a long winning streak off of this on the main roster because, you know, the main roster could use a tag team like that. And then with the with Korea, uh, Korea and, and, and Garza, I mean – do something with them now instead of just putting them against Hank and Tag or some garbage, you know, in the mix here. They should have proved themselves by this point. We had uh, Joe Gacy doing a promo. I tapped out on this. You know what it feels like to me? Now we're actually to the point where when you do a spooky character, it's like, this is so 2020. It's just, what are you doing now? This is ridiculous. So he's he's something or other. I don't know. Then we were supposed to have Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henley. And Tiffany attacked her before the bell, and she beat her up, and she posted her, and she put her in a figure four around the post, and she, she like, kills her, so there's there's no match. And they literally go back to Vic, and he goes, and this is a direct quote, he goes, anyways, moving on. <laughs> well. And uh, they moved on. And then we never got the match. So I presume somebody was hurt, because uh, I didn't let him do much of anything. And they, they got that match out of there. They claimed that Fallon was, was hurt and was day by day. That may be true. Or, you know, Tiffany has not wrestled since yeah. she got her face slammed into that metal thingamajigger. So uh, it could be that she's not cleared either. Maybe they thought she was going to be cleared this week, but she wasn't. But, I mean, there was no match. Then we had a show-long storyline with Noam Dar and Metaphor in a haunted house. And to cut to the chase... They each go through the house. They each get, uh, you know, gotten by by zombies. 
And finally, the only one living is Noam Dar. And he finds his trophy, which Tozawa has stolen and taken to the haunted house. And, uh, and then he gets surrounded by all the creeps. And Tozawa shows up. And Tozawa says, I want a shot at your Heritage Cup. And Noam literally starts laughing. He goes, you didn't even get any points. Because they had that Heritage Cup thing and Tozawa got no points. And so, you know, the zombies are about to eat him. And and then, you know, Noam goes, okay, fine, fine. You can have a shot at the, the cup next week. And so then Tozawa says, all right, next week. And he starts to leave, but he goes, get him. And then I guess the zombies ate Noam Dar. Hopefully he's all right by next week. I mean, we, we had a situation like this with The Miz, you know, a couple of years ago. You remember that one? Yeah, and he, he, he tore his ACL. The, buried the fact that Metaphor was dressed like Scooby-Doo. They were. They were. Then we had Nathan Frazier and Dominic Mysterio. And this was funny because Rhea comes out, dresses a cop, and then Dom comes out, dresses a criminal. And the fans are chanting, lock me up to Rhea. And so they're doing this match. and They're thirsty down there. Holy uh, Rhea, at one point, she goes to throw the belt to Dom, but he's on all fours, and the belt just slides right under him and out the other side. And so she starts screaming at him. And then, you know, Vic gets all mad. See, this guy can't do anything by himself. So as he's yelling this, uh, Frazier starts going up top, and Dom pushes him off the top. He bonks into the announce table. Dom throws him in the ring, and he hits a frog splash, and he pins him clean. So, in fact, he did do this by himself, and he retained the title. And then after the match, who should make their big return but this whining, crying Wesley. Oh, come on. Who attacks Dom, poses with the North American title. So it looks like that's going to be the big match. And with him coming out like that? means he wasn't the guy that attacked Trick, because I still don't think it was Carmelo. But we'll also get to that more later. Oh, we sure will. Yeah, we sure will. So then uh, we had Braun Breaker and Mr. Stone. And so, you know, Mr. Stone's a worker, and he's in great shape. But they, they in storyline, he's only a manager. So he gets to, he gets his one punch in, but then he ends up killed, and he's speared to death. And then Braun decides, now I must kill this guy. So he brings him outside, he tears the steps apart, he puts Mr. Stone's head on the steps, he gets the other steps, he's going to crush his head like a melon, when Von Wagner's music hits. He's walking! He Well, he's walking, he's not walking great, but he's walking. But the funny thing is, he's still got a giant bandage on his head. <laughs> I don't know if he's just got bleeding that won't stop or what, but it's been like a month and a half. Well, I mean, he covered up stitches. So he comes know. out with this thing on his head, and he saves Mr. Stone, and uh, and there's a big brawl. And this leads to a segment later where Vaughn is yelling at Mr. Stone, and he says, I want Braun Breaker next week. And Mr. Stone says, no, like you're not ready. You're still hurt. And and Vaughn goes, no, I must have him next week. And and Vaughn yells so loud that I was like, oh. And he grabs his head. And Mr. Stone goes, you all right? And Vaughn goes, yeah, I'm good. He's clearly lying. So now that it's even more obvious that the guy is hurt, Mr. Stone goes, all right, I'll make that match for next week. So next week, it's Vaughn and Braun. And Vaughn has vowed to end it. They're not bandages, Brian. It's a turban of determination. Oh, is that right? We had J.C. Jane and Thea Hale versus Piper and Chelsea. Now, 
I've been ranting and raving about distraction finishes and how I hate them and they're generic and we see them in every match. But you know what? There, I've said it before. There is nothing inherently wrong with the finish if it plays into the storyline. Okay? So, JC and Andre Chase had had a meeting earlier. And JC says, you guys won the titles. And, uh, you know, we were there. We helped you out a little bit. So uh, maybe you could return the favor tonight. So they go out for the match, and the referee is distracted, and JC goes to grab one of the title belts. She's going to cheat. Well, Andre grabs the belt, and he says, you don't have to cheat. You guys are winning. You can do this without cheating. Well, this distraction leads to Chelsea hitting her with the unprettier and pinning her. So it was a distraction finish, but it played into a storyline they've been doing for months and will further the breakup of Thea Hale and chase you with this despicable J.C. Jane. Man, then we got a Chelsea winning streak going. Hey, I got to say one thing, you know. the uh, They work this match totally different from the main roster. The story here is not that Chelsea is completely incompetent and that Piper does all the work. Like, they just did a tag match. And, you know, it was good. This was a good match. And uh, Piper and Chelsea retain... And it looks like the Voodoo Ladies may be next in line for the tag titles. Yeah, what happened to them? We had vignettes there for a minute on SmackDown, but then they just disappeared. Lexus King has apparently done something bad. He said, just wait till you see what I'll do next. Or what I've already done. What did you think about the character? What do you think about it? I think he's doing a good job. As far as I thought that was really as standout as Brian Pillman Jr. has been in his entire career was just being that slimy dirtbag, you know, messing with Well, McKenzie he's not and... being the goofy, flying Brian's son. Yeah. He's a serious heel character, and there's no comedy. There's no, you know, it's. I think he's doing a really good job. No, that was he looks confident in doing it. It's coming across that way, and I thought what they gave him to work with there, that was almost perfect. So And, yes, it is possible. It is possible he attacked Trick. Yeah, and that's, again, at least that... Again, who knows how they're going to play that story, but that would make sense to me. And we had Lola Vice Kalani Jordan breakout tournament finals, and uh, it was fine. It was it was uh, maybe one of the better matches in the tournament. It didn't go long, but Lola got the win with her kick, and so she wins the tournament, and she has a guaranteed title shot against Lyra. And, and Kalani had a hip. She was. Lola Vice was going for a hip toss off the ropes. Kalani kind of floated over and locked her in a backslide attempt that was really kind of slick looking that once she actually works that thing out and people are used to taking it from her, it is a really slick looking move. And then the uh, main event was Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes My God. for the NXT title. And uh, this was not as good as a pay-per-view, but they had a very, very good TV main event. Hmm. And then, oh, this finish. Carmelo hits the code breaker off an H-bomb attempt. He goes up top for the leg drop, and suddenly Trick's music hits. And Trick comes out, and he looks angry. And Carmelo is distracted. Ilya hits the superplex, hits the torpedo, gets the pin. So he leaves, and then Trick, he starts heading down to the ring. He gets in the ring, and he is mad. And Carmelo is not like... You know, I'm sure he's not happy that he lost, but he's not, like, angry or anything. He's, like, he's scared. And he's looking up at Trick, and Trick grabs him, and he yanks him to his feet. And they're about to do whatever they're going to do, when suddenly, to the back! 
They cut to the back, and Elia. Literally, getting, the guy was running to the back there with the camera. There. He's getting beaten up by Baron Corbin. So we went off the air with a cliffhanger. What's going on with Trick and Carmelo? Does Trick, obviously Trick thinks Carmelo attacked him. Do we know if he knows if Carmelo attacked him? Well, we got to wait until next week. Hey, and didn't Baron Corbin say something like, I always have a plan or something like that? Again, they've left this thing kind of open with doors here. It where, could be anybody. You know, it actually absolutely could. They've done a, a pretty good job of that. So uh, that was a show. I liked it. I mean, it was a good show, but, man, 14 minutes is just too much for me. I mean, there's that, just too much wrestling to watch. To have. There's, like an, there's like an extra show every week almost <laughs> if we add yeah. overruns for all of these different shows. You're right. I and I well, let me t- say this. Ilya Dragunov is great. There is going to be some point where he does that involuntary movement, like when some people get knocked out and that happens. At some point, that's going to happen with some of the stuff he does. That spinning basically spun himself down into a DDT on the ring apron before hitting the floor and, and kind of making those motions. It's like, eh. Him and Darby Allen together, can you imagine? No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. 
This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. It's almost over. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. And, uh, hey, we were talking about uh, that bloke that plays Ric Flair. Yes, sir. I already forgot his name. But in an hour, our own Lance Storm is going to be joining us to Pacific 5 Eastern. You can watch it video.f4wonline.com. If you're a video subscriber, the audio will be up afterwards. But uh, Lance actually has a tie-in to this man. Really? Yes, he does. And so we will talk to him about that at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern today. Plus NWA, TNA, he watched it. God only knows why. <laughs> and all of the other news that he wants to discuss. Because he's a good friend to you, Brian. That's why. He's doing the suffering right along with you. You know Vinny doesn't want to do this. Lance I don't is willfully do doing this. I don't want to do it. It's a horrible show. Why are you show. doing it, then? It's Vinny's fault. Oh, it's Vinny's fault. It back on him. Well, it is. He should never have done that cameo burying me. Speaking of cameos, F4W Online. I'll do a cameo for you or your friends or your hated enemies. Talking about TNA. I would prefer not to talk about TNA with my cameos, but, I mean, whatever. But tonight it is uh, Wrestling Observer Radio as well, which I believe will be free on YouTube for the eight of you that are up at uh, 1 a.m. Pacific, 4 Eastern. But that's at video.f4wonline.com as well. So, uh, you know, go click subscribe on our YouTube channel. Hit that notification button. And you'll be notified when we actually start, which could be at any time. You can't so. convince Dave for ratings purposes, for website purposes, to start earlier? I know. I know. I know the answer. We're out of here, everybody. It was a fun time. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, over the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.